Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find a full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music. Hey, I'm Baylin Leonard. Welcome to the Country Music Talk podcast. How are you? If you love country music and you haven't joined me weekdays on Absolute Radio Country yet for the no-repeat guarantee, consider this your formal invitation. It's the perfect mix of the best country, new stuff, and old stuff to get you through the day. You can find us on DAB Radio in the UK, or you can just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. Now on this episode, I catch up with rising country music superstar Jackson Dean backstage at the Highways Festival at the Royal Albert Hall. Here's what happened. This is the Country Music Talk Podcast from Absolute Radio Country. I'm Baylin Leonard. We're backstage at the Royal Albert Hall for the Highways Festival. And I'm happy to say that we have got one of the brand new rising stars of country music. We've had him on the show before and it's good to welcome him back. But in the flesh, we're not on Zoom now. It's Jackson Dean. In the flesh. What's it like being over here, Jackson? It's pretty wild, man. Uh, Y'all drive crazy. <laughs> well, do we? We're just on the other side of the road. Yeah, there's. Uh, we've had many close calls, but it. Uh, well, do you have somebody driving who's not from here? No. Okay. God right. no. So you've got a local. Well, we've 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 done all local guys. Um, I'll say the front seat experience is a lot different than the back seat experience. It was a little sure. nerve wracking, but metaphor for life. Exactly, exactly. Um, but it's cool, man. It's, it's been wonderful. The first day we went and uh, did Kensington Park and oh, yeah. uh, went and laid in the grass for like an hour. It was absolutely wonderful. Um, was the sun shining? It was. Wow. It wasn't. It wasn't when we got there. Uh, but <laughs> Breaking news: sun shines. <laughs> so you've been having lots of firsts in your life, I would imagine, in the past few years, and now this is another first. Do you, are, are you the type of guy that you lay there and you go, "Whoa, here I am," or are you just kind of like enjoying the moment? It hits you at the most unexpected times. Right. You know, uh, getting out of the shower before you close your eyes at night. Mm. Um, but I will say. I sunk I sunk down in about two inches into that grass, and I was staring up at this tree, and I was just like, what is life right now? We're doing good. We're here early. We're about to hit the ground running tomorrow. The day after that, we're playing Royal Albert Hall. What is life right now? Like, this is, <laughs> and the fact that it's the first time over here, you know, and getting to do this is, is for me, is pretty insane. No. So did you know Royal Albert Hall before? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, so many people that me and the boys idolize. I mean, Zeppelin, Clapton, the Beatles, yeah. you know, they've all played here. We've all seen the Zeppelin videos of them playing here. So it's just like, oh, my God. You know, like, we get to go and do that. Yes. What was it like when you walked out there? Absolutely magical. The closest thing I've played to this is probably in Biloxi, Alabama. We did a Coliseum with Luke Bryan that was a lot like this. A lot shorter. Right. But this is leaps and bounds above that and i reckon that coliseum didn't have near as much kind of velvet swag curtains no. and chandelier absolutely not no this is this is absolutely insanely impressive our sound kind of thrives in places like this you know yeah. um where you have a big room for that sound to travel across so we're talking about a year of firsts or you know mm. firsts that have happened to you obviously debut single mm -hmm. that's a big thing and and it's not like you were like oh i'm just going to put this little 
this little one out. You put out this massive, huge song that seemed to take over country radio, Don't Come Looking, which we're still playing on Absolute Radio Country. We yeah, can't man. get enough of it. It still no, sounds... Thank you for it. It's great. So uh, we you. have no choice. When, it, when <laughs> it's great, we have to play it. You know, if, if it wasn't great, then we wouldn't play it. Yeah. So uh, we're loving it. And uh, did you expect that to do what it did? Or were you just like, let's just put this out and see what happens? Once it started rolling, I, like prepared myself for it Mm -hmm. um it's three chords and the damn truth you know which is country music at its core but no no i i I didn't i thought i was going to be a bit much for people but it turns out (laughs) people wanted a bit more yeah you know which is which is absolutely fantastic you know um that just that just shows that it's changing out there you know and people are willing to go along with the change which is really really awesome but damn that song has taken me on a really wild ride changed your life is that changed my life that's that song got me playing gin rummy in the back of a bus with my father ever since i started this is something something along those lines is what i've always dreamed about you know he came he came out the last second to last week that we were in a bus and it was just one of the coolest experiences of my life and that song got me that Mm. you know so i owe i owe a lot to that song um and that's just me and Luke Dick, you know. And it was uh, something your mother, or you said to your mother, right? Mm-hmm. When we had you on the show before, you said that. It yeah. was something that you used to say to your mom when you were going out. So I grew up on the edge of a massive floodplain. It was unbuildable. Um, I watched my father sink up into his neck in silt, and it's like quicksand. So mm-hmm. you take a wrong step, you go, Phoom! It's not a really habitable place. Right. Um, it's his own little ecosystem back there. So it just went for miles. And miles. I would go in there for a couple of days at a time, um, and it more so started happening once I got my Bronco, started leaving the house, and uh, it was just this smart-ass thing between me and my mother. She would say, "Stay alive. I'll find you, no matter what occurs. Stay alive." You know. And one day, uh, I guess I was probably about 10, 11, or something, and I one day just started saying to her, "Mama, if I don't come back, don't come looking for me. I don't want to be found." And it was just answered with an eye roll and you know i love my mother you know i've told that story and been like what do you mean do you, do you have a bad relationship with your mother i'm like no the best mother oh, people in the looking world. for dirt let's do yeah in. yeah people people want the dirt but they're but they're, when there isn't any you know it's but yeah she she loves it though um she loves that the first one was came from her yeah. you know both my parents massive part of this it makes it really personal with, I think, uh, you know, people can hear the song on the radio and they relate to it in their own way, but obviously mm-hmm. it's got a whole other layer for you. Oh, yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, when that when that came out, I mean, COVID was in full swing and you saw so many people go get a camper or a brand new truck and just, like, you, you see people lose their minds and then you see people go out and get their shit together and go and live, change their whole life around, man. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like it was a song for both directions, you know. Now, some people might know your music from Yellowstone. I mean, mm-hmm. this is another big thing that's happened to you, right? I mean, Yellowstone, yeah. everybody's obsessed with this show. Um, and and it's, it's made some real stars out of the, the music that it uses as well. And then you're part of that. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, the music director over there is absolutely wonderful. She's very, very good. Um, but they, even in the first season, I mean, it was Childers and Coulter and mm-hmm. Whiskey Myers. My first show was Whiskey Myers in a little 2500 cap club in Maryland. 
Well, uh, your first show that you saw or that you... First show I ever saw. Oh, really? Was in Goodbye, a, a four-piece band, which is Goodbye June. Okay. Um, and they opened for them. And I remember standing like 10 feet away from Cody, right in the middle of their lead, the lead singer for Whiskey Myers. And, I mean, we wore those records out. Like, and we knew about Whiskey Myers before it was cool to know about Whiskey Myers. <laughs> you know, that was like when I was in elementary school. You right. know, like Lonely East Texas Nights, like, just came out. And everything since then is just like, yeah, I know that. And then, like, seven, eight years later, it's like, oh, you heard about Whiskey Myers. And, like, you're late. Yeah, you're, you're like, this late. T-shirt already has holes in it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so Yellowstone, obviously, a, mm -hmm. an amazing thing to be a part of. But it, it seems like everything's just kind of falling into place because you put out good music with heart and soul and people pay attention. That's ultimately what it boils down to, I guess. That's what you hope for. Um, well, it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned a little bit earlier, you just came off the road with Blake Shelton. You've been out with Carly Pierce as well. Uh, that, that was the same tour, was it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so how do you think like a young Jackson Dean would have felt about that? Do you take those moments? I know we were talking about laying in the grass and yeah. sometimes it comes later, sometimes it comes in the moment, but when you're doing yeah. something like that. It was a really awesome opportunity to get to watch Blake I watched a lot of the shows from front of house. A, a lot of his, a lot of his shows from front of house, uh, standing next to his manager. So uh, it's like a masterclass in some sort of way, I guess. Kind of, um, and you know, he does things that I can't. You right. know, he's he's just got a personality that that I don't like. Mary Gwen Stefani, exactly. Example. God, Gwen is lovely. I bet. My God, it was funny the last <laughs> the last the last night of tour. Uh, my family came out and. Her, my sister, and my mother are standing there for 45 minutes talking about babies. And it's just like <laughs> the chillest thing ever. And That's another moment where you're like, what is life? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like in that, that moment where you look at that and you just go, I have no words for this right now. Like this is just, this is just cool as all get out. Um, I mainly want to ask her what moisturizer she uses. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> My God, <laughs> she she looks fantastic. Yes, they both yes, they both look fantastic. <laughs> uh, you recently released live at the Ryman, so the Ryman, come on. Yeah, man. I mean, how, how many times have you played the Ryman now? Just the once. Just the once. Just the once. See, because this is the thing, you know, like you you do it that one time, and then you know you're yeah. going to be doing it loads more. God, I hope so, man. I, lo I love playing that room. Um, it special, was, isn't it? It was. A, it, it is. I mean, very uncomfortable as an audience member. Those church well, pews, but yeah, but you just got to stand up. Yeah, the balcony is honestly the best. I've seen Black Pumas there um, up from the balcony, and I've seen Billy Strings there from the balcony, which mm. is fantastic shows. Um, that's my favorite is you hop up on the balcony because you can walk. Yeah, you, you don't you don't have to stay in, yeah. in your pew. And um, I've seen shows from the bottom. Mm. Um, I saw Brothers Osborne from from about twelve rows back there. Uh, I forget who opened, but wonderful place it's so historic and it's one of the best sounding rooms in the world it you is, know yeah. um and getting getting to do that i mean i wouldn't be playing it with anybody else but getting to do it with my men that are here with me tonight it was a special night man and that was carly was gracious enough to give us 45 minutes and the whole record from top to bottom is the set and is what happened that night and also just looking out, I would imagine from the stage, seeing those stained glass windows in the mm -hmm. back and seeing that semicircle of the congregation, really. It's a very different thing being on the other side of it. Having seen shows prior to playing there, yeah. it is a very different experience being on the other side of it. Um, I can't quite put it into words like how it's just, it's just a different thing um, because you're not, 
like, yeah, you're not watching it. You are the thing that is happening. Mm. But it's just like when you see people there, you're like, oh, my God, I want to be up there so bad. You know? And then when you're up there, you're like, <laughs> you know, you just, it's just, it's, a, it's one hell of a feeling. You're coming back to the UK. End of summer, you're playing the Long Road Festival. Oh, yeah. August bank holiday weekend. So you're going from like, you know, big, beautiful room with chandeliers and velvet curtains to, uh, to a, a, an outdoor festival, people camping. And that's a whole different experience. That must be something that you've been doing a lot of in the States as well. Oh, dude, we're very versatile. We love playing a festival, man. We, we've done a lot. We did a lot of Brian O'Connell festivals mm. over in the States, all the Country Thunders in the States. We played the Gorge, which is a, another massive festival with like thousands of people camping. Like you see people laying in a ditch, yeah, and then they get up and go day drink and just <laughs> rage. Um, no, we love playing a festival. They're fun. They're a lot. They're a lot of fun. Um, but this is this is a very very different. This is a once in a lifetime kind of opportunity to play here because there's people that we've opened up for that haven't played here. Right, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's a very it's a very cool thing to get to be here and Are you play. gonna try and like sign your name somewhere backstage? Oh no. With too much respect. If we get if we get asked to come back and headline I will. Okay. Then then it would be proper. Um if I just put but I, but I want that. But <laughs> okay. I want that very much. Uh, well Jackson Dean, thanks yeah. for coming to see us. No, thank and, you. Uh, we'll see you when you're back over for Hell the longer. Yeah. Sounds good. The Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. An in-depth look behind the scenes at the world of country music. Thanks so much for listening to the Country Music Talk podcast backstage at Highways at the Royal Albert Hall. Now, while you're here, make sure to hit subscribe if you haven't already, and that way you'll never miss any of the biggest guests in country music, and I will see you on the next one. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters, and we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK, or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. 